Hi, how are you folks? This is the Gospel of Kennison. It is episode 139, brought to you the week of December 9th, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James. Welcome to my personal audio journal. Uh, special thanks to Carrie Wright and Carrie Bernhardt for their support on Patreon and all of my Patreon sponsors. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. Um, guess what? It's uh, coming up on Christmas. Thanksgiving happened. We did it. It was just uh, us, and and that was it. And and we didn't have any family over. We obeyed the rules and didn't get COVID from anybody or didn't give it to anybody. And we had cranberry sauce and stuffing and turkey and mashed potatoes. And I don't know if mashed potatoes belong at your Thanksgiving, but they belong at mine. And uh, it was a good time. Now Christmas is on the way. And Christmas is all-consuming. And uh, Christmas is one of the things I wanted to talk about today because um, it is impossible to buy for spouses. Is this not true in your house that it's impossible to buy for spouses? I've also found that it's impossible to buy for teenagers. Um, not, uh, not, not some things. Like they'll they'll ask for some things like you know I want a pair of sweatpants or a jacket or a blanket or something like that, but the problem that we have every year is we have a daughter who has a birthday in December, okay? So her birthday is on the fifteenth, and then Christmas is on the twenty fifth, and so it's like you're trying to do her right and not cheat her on her birthday by just you know getting her just just a tiny bit of something or something. And we've always tried to do it that way. That way she doesn't get gypped or whatever. But I'm telling you, um, this year it's impossible. They, first of all, they say they don't want anything. And then uh, secondly, I know it's probably kind of like me, like the stuff they would want is stuff like a car. <laughs> and they know they can't ask for such things. Um so let's talk about spouses first. My wife is impossible to buy for because she doesn't want anything. And what she does want is boring and I don't want to buy it for her. Even though I already have. You know what she wanted? You know what she asked for? She asked for hand soap. That's what she asked for. She says, I just want fancy hand soap from Bed Bath & Beyond. And I'm like, that's boring. That's terrible. And she's like, why? I said, because it's just, it's a practical thing. And she goes, no, it's not practical because I would never buy it because it's expensive hand soap. Well, so I, I bite the bullet and I go down to Bed Bath & Beyond on a weekday because Jen told me that she went there over the weekend and there was a line of 100 people out the door uh, just waiting to get into the store. So I go, I didn't wait in any line. I went straight to the back where the display was. And I bought six bottles of, of uh, hand soap because it was on sale for $3 and something. And uh, so there you go. I not only, uh, you know, yeah, I guess that's still expensive for hand soap when you compare it to a bottle of hand soap for 59 cents at Walmart or Target or something. But um, it was cheap for, for that stuff. So... Anyway, I brought it home. I, I grabbed one of the bottles out and I put it down in front of her at her desk because she was working from home that day. I said, okay, here you go. What else do you want for Christmas? 
She doesn't know she has more. And she can't tell me. She can't tell me a single thing that she wants. And that's frustrating. She says, I thought we were just not going to do anything for each other this year. Because, you know what, the truth is, I'm just as bad. I don't want anything either. And what I would want would be very expensive. Like, for instance, if somebody was just giving away uh, uh, a Wii, uh, a Wii, <laughs> a Nintendo Switch, and a copy of, uh, let's see, 3D All-Stars and uh, the Odyssey, the uh, uh, Mario Odyssey. I would take it. That's what I would want for Christmas. But that is to the tune of 400 and something dollars. And that is a little bit too much expensive. And so there's no way I would even ask for something like that. Plus, you know, I, I just don't want that kind of money spent on me. Um. And, and it's not in the budget. We have a budget for Christmas. And so we don't just go out and buy whatever. Uh, it has to fit within the budget. And uh, the budget is probably about 150 to $200. And that's, that's about it. And uh, that's not a lot, you know. I mean, to some people it is. Uh, but it, it, it is less than, than what we... Uh, would like to spend if you know what I mean you know because you want to do you want to do everything for the ones you love you want to say no money you know no 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 limits we'll just get whatever they want but what we do is we look at what they want and we try to fit it within the budget and when we run out of budget they they you know they say they want money too and uh and we're like well you can't have money and and stuff <laughs> So you have to figure it out because Jay, Jay wants money. That's what he says, but he also wants stuff. He's almost 13. Jenna is almost 16. It's crazy. Let me, let me get off topic for a second and tell you about something recently that I had to do as a parent. That was pretty tough. <sighs> My daughter is turning 16 on the the 15th and that is just in a few days it's a week it's less than a week away it was a week ago yesterday and on that 15th she which is a tuesday next tuesday she is going to want to go down to the highway patrol or whoever it is that monitors these things and she's going to want to take her driver's test and get her driver's license and she's already got a plan. She's got a plan that she and her friend um, are going to go out and on a girl's night and they're going to eat out and she's going to drive them. And she didn't ask nobody. She just decided this with her friend. Her and her friend decided this. And I had a rule that I had not yet told her about that was the following. The rule was you are not going to drive at night for a month after you get your license. And so my wife comes and tells me about this plan that she had made. And of course, I am not happy about it because it doesn't fit with my plan of keeping her safe and alive. You know, on, on her first day driving, I'm going to let her go out in the dark and and with a friend in the car whose life could then be in danger and 
could be a distraction because there's two things that kill kids behind car in cars. One is drinking. And the other one is distractions. And I don't want either one. I, I'm not worried about drinking. She's not a bad girl. She's a good girl. But I do worry about distractions because she is a human. She's a human child. So the next day I had her in the car with me. And I said, let's talk about this thing. And I told her about my rule. She was not happy and she got all silent and not ha and not happy. And I said, well, let's talk about it. She's like, well, what's there to talk about? And I'm like, well, you need to tell me, you need, you need to tell me that you understand what I'm, the reason I'm saying what I'm saying. She's like, well, I don't really. And so I explained it to her, said, I, I just don't want you to die flat out. My thing is all about your safety. And I want you to stay safe. I want you to stay alive. I don't want you to crash. And I don't want anybody to crash into you. And um, so I had this unsaid rule that I was going to tell you about that you couldn't drive at night for the first month. And, and so your plans kind of go up against that. And I said, but I'm willing to talk about it because I don't want to be, you know, just, just this hard-nosed evil parent that doesn't listen to the other side because my folks were real bad about making rules and not explaining it. And, and, and there's something to be said for being a parent. And sometimes you do have to just lay it down and you have to just, you know, say what you want to say and, and stand up for what you believe. And the kids maybe don't need to know about it, but um, as they get older, I find that communication and the more communication that I can do, the, the easier my life goes. And just like with your wife, if you were to lay down some sort of law without explaining it to her, she's surely going to have a problem with that. Um, but if she understood, then she would probably say, there's no law necessary. I agree with you. And we're going to do the same thing together. And both of us will abide by the rule. Um, I find that if my child understands why I'm doing what I'm doing, she could at least, she can either accept it or she can argue with me better because she'll know where I'm coming from. And so um, I explained it to her to the point that she understood. And I said, now do you understand that it's just, I love you and I don't want you to die. And she said, yes. And I said, okay, now talk me out of it. Tell me why I don't need to be scared. Explain to me. And she did. She told me, you know, what have I done ever in this last year that has made you think that I'm going to drive a certain way or, you know, be distracted or that I'm not going to be able to use the skills that I've learned this year. And, man, she had me. She had me. And um, I realized that, you know, my fears were the only thing that I had as proof to keep her from doing this little event that she wanted to do. Cause she also asked, what's the difference between a month and the day of? And I said, well, my fears, <laughs> I will have a chance for you to prove to me that you can drive during the day. And, and, and she says, but what does that have to do with driving at night? You know, if I start driving alone at night, a month later, you'll just have that fear a month later. I'm like, yeah, I understand. It's just less fear. 
and I had to face the fact that I was probably in the wrong. Now, I'm the dad. I can have things the way I want. But in this case, I, I, for me and my family, I realized that I, was, I wasn't in the wrong. I just was overreacting. And so there was a chance for me to uh, make my point, get my point across, because that's the way I ended it. I said, okay, so now see that I feel like you understand where I'm coming from, that I feel like you're going to drive different, that you're going to drive extra safe, that you're going to be extra uh, careful, that you're going to be thinking that, hey, you know, I've got to do this and i got to do it a certain way and I can't turn the music up too loud and I can't allow f- uh, my friend to uh, distract me, that I've got to pay attention to the road, that I've got to make sure to call if there's any problems. I've got to be mindful because there's somebody that really, really, really cares and is really concerned about my well-being. And I said, if I felt like that was going on and I felt like you understood and you were driving like, like I was right there in the back seat, worried about you, then I wouldn't have to worry because you would be worrying for me and you would be taking that worry and turning it into a concern. And that concern would turn into skill and driving ability and, and you paying attention. So anyway, all that to say is my daughter ended up getting what she wanted. (laughs) She's going to be going out. If, if she passes her test, that's the, that's the big thing, and that's kind of out of my hands, and I'm so glad it is, because if she doesn't pass her test that day, her, her, her plans, her well-laid plans are no good. So I hope it works out. I really do. Um, so, you know, compared to getting your license, there's not a whole lot you would want for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she has joked in the past about wanting a, um, what do you call them? A taser. And we we're like, what do you need a taser for? She's like, in case somebody, you know, comes at me or whatever. And, and I logically don't see the point in a taser. I see a point in mace. Okay. How close does somebody have to be before you can use a taser? They literally have to be on you and you have to get all the way in there with the taser and make contact for a taser to work. And I'm not talking about one of those that shoot out and shoot through the clothes and that the, the, the policemen use. I'm talking about a, a contact taser, you know, just a traditional one that you could probably get on Amazon or whatever. She, uh, she wants one and I'm trying to talk her into getting mace because mace, you know, foams up, it shoots in a specific direction. They can be up to six feet away. And, um, Mace, you know, is going to, is safer for her to have. <laughs> Cause I just, I just have a feeling if, if my, if my wife said it last night, she's like, I just have a feeling that if we get Jenna a taser, Jenna's going to get tased. And I, and that is exactly what I'm worried about too. Cause she's always been an adventurous little monkey ever since she was two and two and a half years old and podcasting with her daddy back in the day. Now we're talking about her about to drive and she's still the same human being underneath it all. And underneath it all, she's still adventurous and, and, and quizzical and will try to taste herself. I know she will. 
just to see what it feels like. And, uh, she, you know, it, it's crazy. I just know she will. So, But I'm thinking I'm going to get her a taser. Why not? Why not? The only thing keeping it from her is my fear, again, that she's going to, um, you know, that it's not going to be what she needs in that situation. But how, how, first of all, it's very unlikely that she'll ever be in a situation to use it. Uh, secondly, it'll be very unlikely that she'll have it with her in a handy place to where she can get at it before she needs it. Uh, thirdly, um, wh- what do I know and what do I care? You know, I, 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 I think as long as she keeps her head on straight and, and uses her brain, um, she won't be in a bad situation anyway. So what does it matter if she has mace or, or, a or a taser? So I think I'm going to surprise her by getting her a taser. Um, this is me trying to be creative. Okay. With, uh, Christmas gifts because she didn't ask for a taser for Christmas, but if I get her one, it will surprise her. My wife always makes a joke, um, when she makes dinners because she used to didn't cook for us, but she cooks, she started cooking when, when we got locked in and, uh, she has been cooking at least four nights a week. No, four five. Five, five, five nights a week, going out twice a week, uh, because she works a lot and it's a lot on her. So, so we do go out twice a week, take out for one night and then going out for another night. And it's just uh, the way we do our budget. Um, but she always talks about how she needs a trophy. She deserves a trophy for cooking because she doesn't always feel like cooking, especially after coming home from work. And, um, if I was a cooker, I would cook, but I am not a cook. I am not a cooker. I'm a fixer. I fix things, but I am not a cooker. And I've tried to do the cooking thing and I did terrible at it. And I'm not, anyway, I'm not the, I'm, I'm not the salvation for that one right there. Not the solution or the salvation. So, um, I'm thinking about going to a, uh, a trophy place. And getting this big trophy made and uh, have it engraved to Jennifer, uh, uh, a cooking trophy. And um, I think that that would be really funny and it would make her laugh and she would get it for Christmas and it would make her day. And she says she deserves a cooking trophy for every single meal that she cooks. And so I always say thank you for cooking every time she cooks. And I always say thank you for the food because the food's good and she does a good job. And and lately I've been saying you should have gotten a trophy for that one. And um, and so anyway, maybe one big trophy would be uh, enough to cover up for a bunch of the ones that she hasn't gotten. So that's an idea for somebody that, you know, you can't buy anything for. Um, another one is she wants uh, a baby Yoda uh, baby Yoda ornament from Hallmark and they are sold out everywhere and the waiting lists are sold out for that matter you know there's just so many on there you can't you might as well just hang it up you're not going to get one and uh, so I have been thinking about the possibility of making one um, out of uh, poly clay Poly clay? What do they call it? Anyway, there's this kind of clay 
that you can get it at uh, Hobby Lobby. And uh, you bake it in the oven. And I've been thinking about making her a little Yoda, a little baby Yoda. Now, I know his name now. If you keep up with the show, uh, spoiler alert if you don't, his name is Grogu, which is terrible. (laughs) That's a terrible name. They should have named him Wawu or 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 Lilu or or something that that float off the tongue something something cute but Grogu sounds like a monster you know the the Grogu monster that came out of the the ovens of Kelt and um, devoured the the Greshkins you know it, it just it just sounds it sounds like it comes from Star Wars but it it doesn't sound like it should be the name of this baby. Um, my wife is quoted as saying, I don't care what she called him. His name is still Baby Yoda. And uh, my daughter has a theory because I said, well, it's got to be his name because he answered to it. And she says, well, maybe it's a bad word in his language. And he was offended. And that's why he was like, <gasps> you know, every time somebody said Grogu. So I don't know. Uh, I've, I've been in arguments with people on Facebook about it. And, and one guy said, that it means yellow in Star Wars language, I guess. And well, yellow. If you're called yellow, it doesn't that mean coward, cowardly, you know? And would that be something you'd want to be called? And is he yellow? No, I don't think he is. He's green. So anyway, um, so anyway, I I, I think I might try to make her an ornament. Is what I'm saying, a little cute Yoda ornament for her to have. Because she ain't getting the the Hallmark one. It ain't happening. Um, and I also thought, uh, I, I make these uh, two-dimensional uh, uh, plywood cutout characters, you know, that people put in their front yards at Christmas time. I make those, and I put them out at Christmas time. And I also have three that I made for Halloween that I put out at Halloween time. I call them my hallow dudes and or my ween 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 guys. No, I don't call them ween guys. That sounds weird. I don't know what I call them, but um, one of them in Halloween time. I've got a, a mummy. I've got a a zombie, and I've got a uh, a wolf man, and they're very very cute. And uh, I don't know where I could send you to see them. But um, maybe I'll put a link in the show notes to some images to where you guys could see what I'm talking about uh, at, at, uh, at uh, GOKcast.com. Uh, but at Christmas time, I have two of them that I've done. And one's a snowman and the other one is a, uh, a rabbit. No, what do you call them? Penguin. There we go. It's easy to get those confused. But I, th- I thought as my third one, maybe I would make a baby Yoda in a Santa hat. And th- that would make Jen, Jen really happy for Christmas. And so it wouldn't be a present that she would open, but rather a gift that she got at Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to be creative here. Now for Jay, um, Jay wants to be at this point in his life an engineer. And Jay's hard to buy for because he doesn't want anything at all. Uh, his whole goal right now, he says, is to save money, to buy a new phone. He wants an iPhone, and he's saving all of his money for that. Um, so he knows that's too expensive to ask for, 
And he's like me. He'd take a wee if somebody dropped one on our head, but um, that ain't happening. So we 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 both uh, have decided that we'll just stick with what we're doing. He's playing Fortnite on my laptop, and I've been playing um, I've been playing Halo, uh, the Master Chief Collection. I got it on sale at the Autumn uh, sale on Steam, and. Um, so we're we're happy with our with our games right now, uh, but what I thought I would get for him is uh, to, to, to it's kind of an investment in his I want to be an engineer thing is these KiwiCo. You heard about them? Uh, I, I hear about them from guys on on YouTube and ads and stuff like that. Now you don't usually pay a lot of attention to ads, but KiwiCo is a subscription box service, and that's what this sounds like. It sounds like a sale sales pitch, but it's not. Um, I'm not getting any money from them, um, but they they send uh, boxes out with with uh, uh, I don't know what do you call them uh, crafts, not crafts. That's that's the wrong word they do that too i think but they send out uh uh activities that have to do with electricity and stuff like that and it's based on their age and you can and their interest level and stuff like that i haven't gotten it yet it's supposed to come before christmas and i just i it's a subscription box and i didn't want to subscribe for a year or six months i just subscribed uh for a month at a time and that way we can say hey does does he like it? And and the box was like twenty to twenty five bucks. And if he likes it, then it's a good Christmas gift. And if he doesn't like it, it was still a good Christmas gift. It's just one I can cancel the subscription on, and I didn't pay two hundred something dollars a year for it. So, um, but it's me trying to think outside the box here. And and if he likes it, then I'll go ahead and keep buying them for him uh, every month as an investment in his brain because the boy um if he's going to be a, a an engineer we need to you know help him out it's like if he was an artist we'd buy him art supplies that's what i told his mom if he was a basketball player we'd get him you know on a basketball team he would do all that kind of stuff so uh, it, we ought to find something that it, that helps him with some engineering skills and so that's what this box from KiwiCo supposedly does. I'll give you an update when we, we get it. So anyway, um, so there you go. That's uh, a lot of Christmas stuff. And that's why it's, it's hard to buy for teenagers because I don't know they, what they want, what they really, really want is too expensive or not allowed um, or out of the question. And, um, and then, so they don't know what they want. <laughs> and, and I think part of it is that our kids have a very keen, um, idea of the, the value of a dollar. And so they're not just going to straight up ask for a game system. You know, I just want a game system. And they have no idea what that means. You know, like it means hundreds of dollars. They, they know that it's out of the question. They know, they don't know what the budget is, but they know there is one. And, um, anyway, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, by the way. Um, I've, I've been doing great since the last show. Uh, the medicine's still affecting me very well. 
uh, and the actions are coming. I know last time I said I'm feeling great, but I haven't been real active. Um, the actions are coming. I have uh, been feeling well enough to where, like, I, uh, my wife says I was more active and engaged during the decorating of the Christmas tree, and I was motivating uh, uh, the, the whole process. For instance, like, it was just my idea to get it going and get it up. And I unwrapped the tree and put it together and I put all the lights on it and got it all ready. And then I was interactive during the ornament hanging, which is not my part of the deal. That's what the kids do. And um, my wife was very happy with that. Um, I also uh, put in lights all over the house. The house lights had been going out one by one. We have these recessed lights, you know, with these floodlights in them. And um, like all of them in the bathroom had gone out. And several in different rooms. Like I think almost every room had at least one out. Uh, the back porch lights had gone out all together. Uh, one of the kitchen lights was out. And when you're just not doing anything, you don't do those chores. You don't. You you just can't get yourself up to do it um, because it's it's a problem. There's always something wrong. You don't have the lights, or they're too high up, or the ladder's in the wrong place, or whatever. It just seems like too much work. But one day it didn't, so I did it. And I put all the lights in all over the house. And uh, now we have lights. And I like to walk around the house and turn on the lights in places that we forgot we had lights at. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, I groom the dogs. And grooming dogs for me has become an art form now. I've watched several videos and I've bought some uh, dog clippers, like uh, shears, like like scissors. And um I've I've been I've been grooming them. I I would say I've been shaving them for a while, not grooming. I've been shaving them down for a while to save us money because it's fifty bucks a dog every what two months or whatever to get it to get it done regularly. So I've been doing it for a couple of years, but I've always done it on the table. I've always done it in my clothes, and dog hair gets all over me and all kinds of stuff. So I, I looked online. I'm like I I never looked online for equipment. Uh, outside of the shaver and, and the scissors because I just figured it was a lot of money. But I got a, um, a, a plastic apron um, that groomers wear uh, for less than $20. I think it was like 15 bucks. And I've got one of those now, and I wore it last night before last, and I cut the dog down, shaved, shaved him down, and I didn't have a bit of hair stick to me. And it was great. Short story. Uh, long story. I also bought a grooming table and I got it for less than the price of one trip to the groomer for one dog. So I got it for like $43 and it's a great table sits up a little higher than the dining room table. It has the little stand part in the noose to where it, it keeps them from laying down on you. And I trimmed up, uh, our dog and I groomed his face where, where I took my new scissors and I shaped the hair on his face to give him a cute look. And uh, our, our dog has never been very cute because he's a Shih Tzu and they have those scrunchy noses. And I've always kind of just shaved him down to the skin, you know, uh, with with a guard on the blade. Of course, it doesn't hurt him or anything. Um, and, and, and his natural shape is not very appealing. He just looks like a dog that ran into a wall. But I've I've groomed him. And uh, now he has little puffy cheeks and, and rounded off areas and his ears are flat at the bottom and his tail's wagging the right way and looking the right way. And, and uh, the, the family is happy with the dogs and I'm proud of the work that I've done on them. 
Uh, both dogs have been groomed in different ways to make them look good compared to what kind of dog they are. And, um, and that's very good. So, um, oh, another thing I did is I went out one day and I spent several hours at uh, Walmart, Target. I went to Beth, Beth, Beth Bath and Beyond and I just went Christmas shopping. And I got all the Christmas shopping I needed to get done. I got I mentioned hand soap for my wife. Um, I went to Walmart and I got uh, a gingerbread house for the kids. I got uh, I, I got stocking stuffers for the kids. I got all that done. I went to Target and got stocking stuffers for my wife because she likes Godiva chocolates and and you know dark chocolate and stuff like that. And they just don't have all that at Walmart. Um, and let's see, I, uh, so I, so I got that and, um, I got candy canes to hang on the tree and I got ornaments for the kids. Cause every year we try to get one ornament for them and, uh, they had them on sale for $7 each at Walmart. And I got Jay a, uh, something to do with, uh, his game, um, Fortnite. It's a llama that looks like a, uh, a, 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 what do you call them? <laughs> I'm losing my words here a lot today. Uh, it's a llama, and it looks like it's one of those things you hit at a birthday party. A pinata. There we go. And then I got Jenna uh, a race car because she's going to be driving. So that was pretty cool. And we always write in them what we bought them for. And then every year when we pull them out, we can read what you know, what year they're from and why we bought that specific uh, ornament for them. So there, there's an idea. If you have a baby, um, you can write who the ornament was given to them by uh, and what the story was. Like my daughter has one from when she was two years old or a year and a half or something. She was a flower girl in a wedding. She was so young that they had to drag her down in a, in a, in a little red wagon and she really didn't do anything besides sit there and look cute. But she was in a little green dress and everybody said she looked like Tinkerbell. So that year we bought her a Tinkerbell ornament and we wrote that story down and put it inside the box. And so every year we pull it out and we open it up and we said, you know, you were in your uh, aunt's wedding and you, everybody said you looked like Tinkerbell. So we got you the Tinkerbell thing. So anyway, it's a good, it's a tradition that we, my, my wife started and, um, it's a good one. It makes ornaments mean something. And and when we first started, we had, had no ornaments. And then every year we just buy a couple, you know, and now we have a ton of ornaments because it's been, you know, six, almost, yeah, this is our 16th Christmas with the daughter. So I think 15th Christmas. Yeah. I don't know. She had her first Christmas before she was one. So no, this is our 16th Christmas. So yeah, wow, and we have a lot of ornaments, and um, it works out good. And you have a lot of memories as a result. So, uh, I so like I said, I've been busy. I've been doing stuff. I drew a baby Yoda. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that, but I make these cardboard cutouts or or, or or plywood cutouts, and I'm thinking about making one for the front yard. I don't know if I'll get that far. It's a lot. I got to buy uh, um, hardware to mount the thing to the to the pole because i drive a pole in the ground and then i i uh, secure the board to the uh, pole um i've also got to project 
the the character onto the board, trace it out, cut it out. Then I got to go buy paint because all my paint's old, and I would have to paint it, and then secure it to the pole, and uh, oh, waterproof it too. You have to do that. Um, I, I buy this waterproof glue that goes around the edges, and then I uh, spray it with a bunch of uh, polyurethane. Uh, so I don't know if it'll happen this year. I don't know, but we'll see. I I drew him. You know, I got him started. He's drawn. And I, I will s- somehow get a link to my baby Yoda uh, in the show notes for you for episode. Uh, remember, this is episode 139. And uh, go look at the show notes for episode 139 on GOKcast.com. And um, you'll be able to see pictures. I'm sure I'll have them linked. I promise. Uh, movies I've seen lately. I saw brother bear. I don't know why I never saw it. I, I guess I never heard anything about it. It's a Disney movie and, um, you know, not a great movie. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it, uh kids, I would imagine would be bored cause not a lot of stuff happens. It's just a try. It, it, it's a story, um, uh, about a guy that gets turned into a bear and he's supposed to learn about what love is for his tribe so that he can become a man and somehow he's supposed to learn that as a bear. But all he does is take a journey, um, from where he got turned into a bear and then he gets thrown down a river and then he goes back to where he was turned into a bear. And for no reason at all, seemingly he just gets turned back into a human again, even though it doesn't seem like he's learned anything. And so there's really not a lot to it. There's not a lot of good songs. There's one good song, kind of. Um, so I can see why Brother Bear is not one of their top classic hits of of the decade there. Um, but I mostly watched it because I saw a parody of it on YouTube. And I wanted to see what the movie was about so I would get the parody. And now I do. So there we go. Um, I think I'm going to drop it there. Uh I've got a a uh, discussion that I'm working on about words that are pronounced wrong. And I think I'll do that next time. Um, there's a lot of words that are pronounced wrong, that are pronounced wrong constantly, that drive me crazy. And I want to set the record straight and get everything straightened out. And I know nobody listens to my show. <laughs> and it's not going to fix anything. But it will make me feel better to get the truth out about these words and how they're said wrong and words and phrases. And, uh, in the meantime, though, thank you for listening to all of my stuff. Um, I know we're only at uh, 40 minutes here, but that's, that's long enough for me just blabbing. Uh, you know, no, no big insights into life or anything today. Uh, but thanks again to Carrie Wright and Carrie Bernhardt and all of my patrons if you'd like to support this show, please do go to patreon.com slash GOK and you can support the show on a monthly basis. And that helps a lot and makes me feel really happy inside my heart. So um, I will see you guys next time. And um, hopefully it'll be before Christmas. So have a good uh, holiday. Get all your stuff bought early. I mean, that's the trick, man. Get it done. Get that junk done. Don't put it off. And if you can take a day off from work. And go out during the week because the weekends are crazy. They'll make you hate Christmas.
but the weekdays are are uh, right now anyway are are uh, great during the day. So you know if you don't have a job like me, you can just go. But if you do, you know take take some time off. See if you can get half a day off or something and and just go from eight to to, to noon and uh, just go out there and shop. Get it all done. Anyway, all the best to you, and we'll see you later. God bless. Peace. Goodbye.